My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. It's always great to be here first thing in the morning, starting my day with you and passing on information that could to someone. Most of the time we try to pass on the information that everybody could benefit from. You know, we live in this ever-changing world and although change is something that we don't all embrace really well, it's something we've had to learn to accept. You know, even with our industry as well, you know, things are perpetually changing. One of the great things is, is they're changing for the better in most cases, better formulations, better discoveries, better uh, digestibility, um, you know, better absorbability with products today. Our technology has advanced and is continuing to get better and better. And, you know, someone asked me the other day, they say, why do you think we are perpetually changing in the natural And I think we're changing because we have to keep fitting around the world that is changing as well. And the world is not changing always in the right direction. Many times, you know, we are trying to make things better and more absorbable and more digestible because people are still not doing all the right things and they are challenging their digestive systems and they are affecting the way that things work with them. So we have to have things in better, more digestible, easy to assimilate forms to be able to accommodate all the compromised digestive tracts that are out there. But nonetheless, the industry is moving in a great direction. And, you know, someone said the other day, they said, do you think that you're going to retire anytime soon? And I said, what are you kidding? And they said, well, aren't you kind of tired about talking about the same things all the time? And I said, I don't talk about the same things all the time. My industry, unlike yours and what you did, you know, nothing against it, but ours is actually changing. We get to talk about new things all the time. It's always updating. We always have to be on our toes. We all have to be perpetually studying and updating our memory banks and our opinions and being able to get this information out. So no, I have no plans to retire anytime soon. I love that our field is always changing and I love being able to talk about it because when people have the tools, when people are more educated and informed and they're not choosing out of desperation or maybe a naiveness of not taking the time to ask questions, they're gonna make better, wiser, healthier decisions and I wanna be part of that. And that's what I've done for the last 40 some years. So every day here on the Staying Healthy Radio Show, I talk with the best guests in the industry and about the topics that are relevant for today's world. Every day, Monday through Friday, eight to nine in the morning, you get to update your memory banks, put more information into your decision-making processes, and then hopefully make better, wiser, healthier, more decisive decisions. On top of that, I sent you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. 
you know, it makes sense to me to be able to send you there because not only are they Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade, that's awesome. Not only have they been around a long time, not only are they a full service, fully packed store with the best of the best in every category, which they do. Above and beyond that, it's a place to go to deal with the confusion of trying to get healthy, to be healthy, to stay healthy, because it's confusing out there. Remember, we come from a time with little to no information to a time today we're bombarded with information and a lot of it, not so good. A lot of bad players out there spreading a lot of misinformation causing even more confusion. So, you know, myself, my friends, my educators, formulators, people I deal with all the time, we're not only educating, many times we have to re-educate because we have to correct all the mistakes because sometimes, you know, the internet has kind of been a double-edged sword. It's an amazing resource for information, but it's also a resource for misinformation. So I send people to stay healthy because of the most knowledgeable people they can talk with, have a conversation, have a dialogue, get their questions answered, and then move forward. And then be able to move forward in a store that has the best choices for them to make all in one location. Stay healthy. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. They're open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. You can schedule mail order services, or they'll just get your order together for you, so you can just swoop in and pick it up. Let's face it, we're busy. On the go all the time. But you don't want to run out of your stuff once you start finding that winning combination. So they'll make sure everything's ready when you come in. When you're there, fill out a slip for the drawing of the month. And also take a quick gander around if you have a little bit of time and see what's new. Check out the store, it looks fantastic. You know, if you get to spend a couple minutes with the people there and ask a couple questions, you'll be that much wiser for it. And maybe making better decisions because you got some answers. That's what it's all about. Don't forget to go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Listen to any of the radio show on-demand podcasts. They're always available on your time schedule. You can also enter your email address for newsletters and print coupons to use in the store. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, your one-stop, full-service location with the most amazing, knowledgeable help to help you out all in one location. Well, today we're going to talk about herbs. We're going to talk about liquid tinctures. There was a time when you would have had to twist my arm and, and force me by gunpoint to be able to talk about liquid tincture herbs because I could not do them. They were disgusting tasting. I could never do them, even though I know their value. And then I got to meet Joan and Carl Robinson. And I got to enjoy and experience their philosophy, their formulations, and their company. And ever since, I've been a big fan. I'm their number one fan because I think they bring something to the industry that is, it was well needed, it was missing, and filled a gap for all the people out there that either didn't want to do the old time, old fashioned liquid tinctures, or maybe never had a chance to experience them, which I'm, I'm glad for, because if you can try these right now, you're gonna love them. Let me give you a little background on these wonderful people. Carl and Joan Robinson of Cedar Bear Naturals. Carl and Joan Robinson, are the founders of Cedar Bear Liquid Naturals, Liquid Herbal Manufacturing Company. Carl is a clinical and formula 
herbalist with over 40 years experience as a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free liquid herbal processing technology that led to the founding of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also the lead developer of the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free liquid nascent iodine. Both technologies were first ever in the dietary supplement industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for other companies as well as for Cedar Bear. Joan Robinson is a traditional herbalist with well over 25 years experience in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. She's also a certified meditation and yoga instructor, a former professional actress and voice talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. Having a lifelong autoimmune condition, Joan has used cedar bear herbs to help keep her health in balance and has bedded the cedar bear's mama bear from the very beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking, and wellness. Both of them together raise their blended family of 11 children with cedar bear liquid herbs and have used their products for the fur kids too and are busy developing the organic growing and learning programs at Cedar Bear Herb Farm. It's my pleasure to introduce my guest today. Hi guys. Hi, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you two doing? Absolutely great. Thank you so very much. How's your weather up there? Oh my goodness, compared to back east and west, we are in the mild zone, which is really strange. You know, what's funny is I'm in um, Salt Lake City right now, and not really any snow, but a little bitter. <laughs> it was a little bitter yesterday, but actually it'll be a little nicer today. But as I'm traveling around, I was in Oregon last week, and it was cold, rainy, snowy, and I got back to Las Vegas, and it was like 55 degrees, and it felt like Florida. So uh, it was it was really nice. <laughs> well, we're only 20 minutes south of you. We're down here in Thanksgiving Point. Oh, wonderful. Right between Salt Lake and Provo just for a couple of days. Yeah. Hi. How, we can wave as we pass each other. On we should definitely <laughs> we should definitely do that. I, I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. And Marge picked this wonderful topic today. And I said, I wonder if we'll be able to talk about that for a whole hour. And then I thought to myself, I went down to the hotel lobby this morning and got myself some tea and stuff. And while I was getting my tea, there were people having breakfast, and I heard about 15 people coughing. Even though they had their mask on and off, I thought to myself, yeah, I think we can talk about dry coughs and wet coughs for an entire show. I, so, I think um, we can fill it. <laughs> so, so what do you think's going on? Do you think this is just our normal everyday flu? Do you think it's remnants of, of the pandemic and COVID? Do you think people are just... I don't know, eating too much dairy products, dehydrating. There's a lot of reasons why we cough. A little bit of all of the above, mm -hmm. but Utah is in the top tier of COVID, uh, you know, resurgent right now. Yeah. So it's probably that and or all the rest because RSV is really, uh, respiratory virus is really high in Utah right now also. In fact, you know, RSV and COVID, it's pretty hard to tell the difference between the two. And about the only thing that you can go by that they keep talking about is if your taste and smell is wonky, then it's most likely COVID. If it's uh, not affected, it could be that or RSV. But in either instance, they're not nice experiences. 
No. And, you know, it's amazing how things have changed in our perception. You know, it's if I'm sitting somewhere, I mean, I used to, you know, we would always hear people coughing during the winter. You wouldn't think anything of it. Now, if you're close to somebody, they start coughing, you're like, you panic instantly. And they've, they've kind of done that to us through the media and the news and everything. <laughs> you know, you suddenly start panicking and going into a cold sweat, you know, so they, they I think they've changed us a little bit. <laughs> Yes, a couple of weeks ago, I get a spasm cough that is just it, esophageal, and so this is great con- uh, subject, but I do get that happening. I was in the grocery store, all of a sudden, I had that spasm and was covering, mask and, and elbow, covering my cough, and, and I said to the ladies around me, excuse me, it's just a spasm, and all three of them went, it's okay, it's okay, it happens to me too. <laughs> So a lot of people are very understanding of that. You know, I had a I had a little a little older lady sitting next to me in the airplane a couple months ago, and she was very very sweet, very timid, and she tapped me on the shoulder and she says, "Can I ask you a question?" And I said, "Yes." She goes, "I have to cough, but I'm afraid." I said, "Why are you afraid?" She goes, "I'm afraid they're going to throw me off the plane." I said, "They're not going to throw you off the plane." I said, "Just cough into your into your sleeve and stuff." So she she coughed in her sleeve and. And I just kind of cleared my throat at the same time to kind of cover it up a little bit. She looked over and she goes, thank you. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, So here's my question. Coughing is a sign of a lot of things. It could be allergies. It could be bad digestion. Uh, it can also be attached to a flu or a cold or a virus of some kind. A lot of times we are running to the drugstore and we're using these multi-symptom chemical-based cover-ups to stop our coughing. And I get it. It's annoying. I don't like coughing at all. Um, my question is, when we're working on it uh, on that level, are we really making a difference or are we just putting a blanket over the problem? You know, realistically, from a physiological, biochemical, mechanical point of view, it's okay to put a blanket on something that's called alleviating the pain or the discomfort. Um, but at the same time, yes, we are doing something, particularly if we're, we're uh, taking a more active nutritional, herbal, uh, uh, truly corrective approach then yes, we're also delving in and getting to the cause of the problem and trying to deal with it. So to be perfectly honest, it's it's a bit of both because like you said earlier, um, you know, they're they're irritations. We get it. And so we do what we can to alleviate the irritation. But you've also got to get to the cause and deal with the cause. And there we're coming to the wet, dry, wet cough or dry cough concept. Because when it's a wet cough, you have to be productive and clear out what's going on. When it's a dry cough, you've got irritated tissues that often something soothing can help bring that down. So we can talk more about that. You know, the thing is that always bothered me is when I'm coughing, I want it to be productive. I mean, I want it to actually bring some stuff and get it out of my system because better out than in. The worst thing is that dry cough that does absolutely nothing, and you're holding onto your ribs because you're you're sore from coughing so much, and it's it's almost painful, and it's not doing anything, you know. But when you can cough productively, so 
my question is, can we turn a dry cough into a productive cough? Yes, we can. Um, okay. Of note is that Cedar Bear was the very first company to recognize the need for a dry cough being taken care of. And, you know, if it's dry, then you do the opposite. You moisten. Um, and prior to what we presented into the marketplace, all you had typically was products that were for drying the tissue, you know, like, for instance, the, the wild cherry bar type of remedies, the whorehouse and stuff. And they're good, but they're for people that have wet, productive coughs. Well, the interesting thing is we live in the high desert west. You mentioned how your coughs are dry. Our coughs mm-hmm. are dry. In the high desert area here, our, our textures are arid. They're dry, and it dries out tissues. And so, you know, we have to deal with the unique form of cough, which is dry, scratchy, harsh, can be a little bit inflamed, and it uh, produces a very thick, sticky kind of phlegm, and that's part of what the hacking is about, is trying to <coughs> get that dry, sticky phlegm out of the bronchial and get it ejected. So we develop uh, a formula that utilizes herbs that are known to have a moistening effect on the tissues and helps to make a cough productive, meaning that it helps moisten that dry, sticky phlegm and gets it lubricated so that it, when we do cough, it can eject it out of the bronchus. This also affects mm-hmm. the, the, the dry, happy, scratchy can come from a smoker-type mm-hmm. cough. What does smoking, smoking do? Yeah. It's drying, and it, it sucks moisture. And when there's pollutants in the air. Same thing. Now, do we treat... Do we treat a cough preventively, or do we treat? Are there things we can do along the way ahead of the cough? And, and the reason I say that is, you know, we we take things today probably more than ever before to keep our immune system strong, and we take things for allergies because we know the seasons, and we take things for our bones and joints and all that kind of stuff. If you're prone to having a cough or a cold, and maybe you get them frequently, can you work preventively, or do you kind of wait till they surface and then hit them? That's a really good question. I think um, that's where, especially the dry, hacky, cough-type person, that uh, the, the formula we have is called Respir Moisten. used to be called Mullen Respiratory Blend. That's Respir Moisten with a new label. And it helps to soothe and hydrate the tissues of the throat, the upper respiratory system, the lungs, even the digestive system, that formula helps to hydrate the body. Part of the preventing, too, is making sure that we're drinking plenty of water. Uh, Another thing is to not eat foods that maybe have a systemic inflammatory effect on our bodies. So, So from the preventing point of view, there is that aspect to look at as well. Now, let me ask you a question. I have this. I carry this with you when I travel. I carry um, this product with me, and it's in my studio at home. I usually put it in, like, green tea, and I drink it before and during my show. I'm drinking it right now. I guess I'm using it preventively because it moistens my um, my throat, uh, and it keeps me from getting dry on the air. And 
I would say that it works 99% of the time. I mean, once in a while, a little cough streaks through that I can't control. But I mean, for the most part, am I using that correctly? Because I think I'm using it more preventively, even though I use it as well when I'm, I'm having a little bit of a problem, let's say oh. allergies or a little bit of a bug. And which one is that? Because that's I'm using the, the, the Respermoisin. Aha. See, there you go. So the preventively, to help make sure you don't have your tissues dry out on you in the middle of the mm-hmm. show. Uh, this mm-hmm. is really helpful for singers and speakers. So this particular formula can be used on a long-term basis and an everyday basis uh, or or double the amount when you have an issue problem. It's really soothing. It's a wonderful formula. It's one I, I frequently use. So, Carl, let me ask you a question. Do you do you find that there is a relationship between foods that we consume and coughing? I mean, the reason I'm trying to say that is because, you know, we talk a lot about mucus-forming foods. And, you know, and like when people are fighting pneumonia or a cold or they've got a lot of mucus, we tell them to stay away from mucus-based foods. But do you think on a regular basis we might be actually creating more of this cough due to mucus? Well, yes, um, I can use myself as an example of that. I have to be very careful of dairy, especially dairy that's mixed with other kinds of ingredients that creates a very rich cream, for instance, or anything like that, because uh, certain gravies and and, and uh, um, sauces uh, for instance, mm-hmm. if they have a lot of dairy in them, uh, about two, three minutes after I'm through with my meal, I'll be for, you know, a good 15, 20 minutes having to hack up slim. <laughs> so I have to be careful of the dairy. And dairy is a big, big one for a lot of people, causing them to have to hack up slim. And that's because they're having a sensitivity reaction in the body. Uh, particularly in the respiratory system. So, yes, that's one example there. Um, There's other foods that can be eaten that can cause the same thing in other people. So, and it can vary from person to person. Um, What should be done is if you find that you're eating a food and you consistently have a Flemish uh, hacking uh, after effect, you need to seriously consider, number one, Uh, tracing down what that food is and maybe even going deeper and finding out what ingredient, if it's a multiple ingredient food, what ingredient is setting that off? Hmm. You know, I I was, I, I signed on to a webinar about a year or so ago and they were talking about digestive disorders and, and the gut is one of my specialties and I like to learn as much as I can. And it was kind of a weird point that was brought up. And one of the doctors, he was a European doctor, he said that he had a patient who was continually clearing his throat and continually coughing. But he wasn't sick and he really didn't have any allergies. They did allergy testing. And the doctor on a whim said that he figured that it had to do with the guy's poor digestion. So he addressed it with digestive enzymes and probiotics and make sure he was drinking plenty of water but not over drinking at meals. And the guy's cough and his dry, clear throat went away. And so I started doing some research. Have you ever heard of, you know, the idea of having poor digestion, making the person cough or clear their throat? Absolutely. Oh, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, a, 
it's a reflex action. Uh, you know, something happens in the stomach, and it and it takes and reflexes the re, the the effect up into the lungs or even the sinuses. For instance, there are certain things that I eat or certain things that I'll consume, and I'll find myself having the weirdest series of sneezes, and that basically that's a gastric sneeze, meaning that it's a sneeze caused by something happening in my in my stomach, and uh, and so a lot of allergies uh, that are in the stomach, especially into the intestines, they reflect or reflect up uh, transfer up into the respiratory system. And I'm a walking example of that. I'll do something, and John will, and John will say, "Let's see, you didn't go outside, so it wasn't the sun setting it off." Because I'll sneeze if I get a sudden burst of sunlight in my eyes, and she'll say, uh, "What did you eat?" <laughs> but truly, you mentioned the digestive enzymes, probiotics, things to support the digestive system. Also to support the liver because it's part of helping the um, stomach digest better when you do the liver, gallbladder, all the whole system. This is really can tie back to cough. But yes, the digestive system absolutely can trigger um, the respiratory and sinus uh, reaction. I'd like to mention another category, and that is heart. Um, that if a person's having a dry, hacky uh, cough that they can't track down, do check your heart out. But certainly drink more water. You know, that's another really good point. And I think a lot of people may not even think there's the, the, the combination or the um, maybe the relatable you know, situations going on because our body is all interconnected, you know, and sometimes, you know, like they say, when someone has diabetes, they have a better chance of having heart disease, blood pressure, and higher cholesterol balance levels. So, you know, things are connected in the body. So it's really good to kind of, we need to listen, you know, we don't listen guys. You know, we, you know, when the brakes are squealing in the car, we turn up the radio. It's like, not today. I have no time for this. Well, that's true. Uh Uh, For instance, borderline congestive heart disease or actual congestive heart disease, a person and even doctors may think it's just the lungs, a bout of pneumonia or a bout of RSD or a bout of just congestive cold, when in fact it's the heart. You're actually in a state of heart failure, and that can cause a person to do a hacking, heaving kind of cough. Hmm. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, someone just chimed in and they said, I use quite a few of the formulations in the line and I love these. And yes, Jeff, I'm one of those people that used to hate the old time herbal tinctures. So you're not alone. My question is, I don't get coughing often, but I'm wondering if I use it, let's say during one of my coughing times, let's say I use the dry cough formula. Do I use it for a long time after? Do I use it till it clears up and then put it back on the shelf? Or do I continue to use it uh, as a preventive? Good question. Well, um, it's a great question. Uh, what, John? Respir dry. That one is short term. That one is short term. You use it until it clears up and then maybe a couple of days beyond. Uh, oh, because good. you don't want to keep driving uh, once you get the, uh, the cough 
you know, corrected. You don't want to keep driving that particular action of continuing to dry tissues down. Okay. Um, here's another question that came in. It says, I use a combination of the Respermoisin and Mullen, and I take them together. They're both your formulas, but I do use them all the time. Should I go off and on so my body doesn't get used to them? Uh, I find them to be very effective, but I don't want to overstay my welcome. Another great question. <laughs> well put. Uh, that's really a formula that, yes, you can stop using it anytime you don't want to, but it's, the body doesn't really, um, because it's not a stimulating formula, it's a, a Build. soothing, building formula, So, and mullein leaf, and also marshmallow leaf. Uh, these can be used all the time if you really want to. Okay. They build. So that's the difference, activating herbs versus building herbs. Okay, thank you for that clarity. That's really, really good. It says, hi, guys. I love your show. I love it when you guys are on together. My question is children. I have uh, four kids that are under 11, and I'm doing homeschooling, and it has been rough. Uh, but, you know, we do go out once in a while, and usually when something we pick something up, we spread it throughout the entire house. My question is, how do I handle kids with either dry cough or, or overly moist, um, wet coughs? Do we use the same formulas, or is there a appropriate product in the children's line? Uh, well, first of all, uh, kids love the flavor of these products, so she's not going to have a problem uh, having her kids uh, want to take the product. Next point is... Is that they were originally formulated for children, children. and we found, hey, they work for grown-ups, too. <laughs> so uh, taking the appropriate uh, formula for the need is, is the key. If the peer person has a dry, hacky, sort of feverish cough, then they would take the product that has the mullein and the marshmallow in it. It's the less rest for moisture. And if it's a, if it's a uh, uh, really productive, um, flowing sort of cough, that uh, I, I, I like to call it a choking cough. Choking means there's so much phlegm and so much moisture flowing that it, it makes it hard for them to breathe or cough. Um, then they would take the drying form. You see, children naturally have trouble with the wet, you know, runny nose, naughty nose, runny eyes, and wet cough. That is a difficult thing that children get all the time, just their immune system even just having a challenge, and they'll get that. And really, that's where we call the cold is the cure. You know, there's no cure for the common cold because, because symptoms are the body trying to cure it. So you let them cough and sneeze, but you want to dry down those tissues a little bit, and that really, really helps. That's also a good time to use the echinacea uh, super immune or the echinacea uh, immune booster. Uh, blast off, I think it is, in the children's line because it helps activate the immune system a little bit more. Um, if someone's having real trouble back up into the sinuses, we have sinus time, which helps dry the sinuses also. 
Okay, now here here's another approach. It says, thanks guys, I love your show. Uh, I use a lot of the herbs from this company and I love them very much. I tell everyone about them. Here's my question. I rarely, knock on wood, get colds and flus during the colder months. What I have is allergies, <laughs> allergies from hell. Uh, and I get dry and weird coughs and dry throat during that time. Do these work for that time of the year or only for cold and flu? Oh, I love that question. Well, first of all, it's about cough. Regardless of the cause of the cough, the formula is directed to dealing with the condition or the state of the cough. So if it's because of an allergy, you still have the drying or the wetting effect, you use the appropriate formula for that. So no, it's not seasonal based. It's based on the state of the cough, the state of the tissues, regardless of the cause. And the respiratory system. So when you're yeah. having allergy issues, you want to soothe the tissues and calm it down. So it still applies, absolutely. Okay, that's good to know because we can do a refresher on this when we get to the allergy season because I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, it's the actual functioning of the body, you know, not really what it's related to, like a cold or flu or allergies. It's still a cough. Thanks for pointing that out, Carl. That 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 does help. Okay, here's another question. This one just came in right now. It says, I have a sensitivity to using anything over the counter for cold and flu because I think it's the chemicals or what they put in them. How will I react to things like these? I know they're natural. Is there anything in here that would be similar to what's in my drugstore? That's a well, good question. That is good. There's not going to be anything similar as far as the chemical, uh, as far as drug versus herb. There may be some constituent factors. For instance, a lot of cough products do contain the uh, a constituent that's also found in wild cherry bark and things like that. The best answer for this particular question is, I don't know, because it, you know, you not only can have uh, sensitivity, allergic reactions to things over the counter that are drug related or chemical synthesized related, same thing can happen with food. If you don't believe that, let's talk about food sensitivities and food allergies. Well, herbs are kind of in that category of more of the food than more a drug, but the person could possibly have a sensitivity reaction to it. More than likely, if having it in in the drug side, probably will not have it on the herb side, but I can't give an arbitrary, no, that'll never happen with herbs. That would not be truthful, number one, and it would be very irresponsible. But I'd like to add, because I'm very, very sensitive to anything chemical, any dyes, any, I mean, oh my gosh. So, Cedar Bear products have no dyes, no artificial anything. It's water, glycerin, and the earth. That's it. And they're whole earth, not, not uh, um, potentized and uh, anything done to them. We use the whole herb and process it out with the glycerin in the water so that you get all the good nutrients and, and um, uh benefits that the herb like of food can work in the body so unless you're sensitive 
to a certain herb plant, you'll be really as safe as anything with these. They're just really wonderful. The body loves them. Here's a question. It says, I love your products. I hated old-time herbal tinctures. Why do these taste so much better? Was it the alcohol that made everything taste so badly? And is it the glycerin that makes everything taste good? I really don't care how you're doing it. I want you to continue to do it because I love taking them, but I'm curious. <laughs> well, first of all, alcohol does alter the taste of things. If you don't believe it, take our lavender or take our mint or take our uh, golden seal even and compare it to an alcohol tincture. Um, the difference in the yuck yuck versus our good taste is not just the glycerin, it's the and the fact that we don't use alcohol, which can alter the taste of things. By the way, that's known in the beverage industry and in the uh, food flavoring uh, confectionery industry. They don't like using flavorings that were extracted with alcohol. Um, but anyway, it's not just that; it's our process. Our process actually pulled so much of an herb's uh, constituent and, and, and materials out, leaving only the cellulose left behind. It pulls it out, and it pulls it out in a very, very ratio-intact basis, meaning everything's in ratio to each other. That, For instance, our alfalfa, to a lot of people, it, it smells, has the aroma of, and tastes like fresh, harvested, alfalfa. Now, if you're getting that kind of flavor profile, it means you're doing something right. To take a dried herb and then turn around and have it actually smell and taste like a fresh harvested herb of itself. You know, I, I tell people the story when I met you guys the first time, and and I mean, I already had a mindset about herbal tinctures because Every time I bought one, I bought it with the conviction and with the whereabouts of actually taking it. And I would last maybe three days and it would end up a year later in the back of my corner cabinet hiding in the corner because I would never use it. It was disgusting. And I mean, I was very honest about it. And when I started using yours, I went into it with that same idea. And I was so absolutely taken back, not only by the way that they tasted and smelled, but it just made me feel like it, it was going to be something that I'd be able to stick to. Now, that being said, many people have come on board with Cedar Bear because of the fact that they tried it and they tasted it and they loved it. Anybody will try something once, but they come back for it, not just for the taste. They come back for the effectiveness of the quality of the formulations and because you're putting things together in a way that people get to notice a difference. And that is what it's all about. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Carl, so many years ago, um, when he developed the process itself mm -hmm. um, th that we call tink track, because it's more than a tincture and it's more than an extract, it's, it's just it's, it's your own uniqueness. And then his formulation capability of being able to put together these herbs in ways that they dance together, they synergize, they go right into the body. Uh, every drop works uh, in the body starts going, oh, I love this, and the body knows where to put it, what to, so it to do, so it does what it's supposed to do. Um, it, it's just amazing. 
Another question. Um, it says, I really like a lot of your formulations, and I think I've heard you over the years say that we can mix some of these together because I like to mix quite a few of them in my tea in the morning like you do, Jeff, and I drink them, and then I have a cup of tea in the afternoon, and I always take my bottles out of my purse and put my little squirts in my hot tea and drink it in the afternoon. Um, is there anything we can't mix together? Huh, good question. That is a good question. I would not mix bitters with herb, with, you know, bitters like our bitter herbs, like golden steel, barberry, you know, the bitter ones that we have. I wouldn't mix them with the herbs that have a little more of a puckery, sourish taste, but that's simple chemistry. You don't mix bases with acids. Otherwise, they neutralize each other. But on the whole, on the whole, when you're talking about formulas, it's usually pretty safe to do what I call cocktails, <laughs> creating cocktails of the varying herbal formulas. And every now and then you may have the immune-boosting uh, formula, and you may say, hmm, you know what, I'd like to add a little more golden steel, or I'd like to add a little more echinacea. You can take those single herbs and add it to the formula to boost it with those particular herbs. So uh, our, our products, yes, they do mix and match very nicely nicely together and can have a somewhat synergizing effect on each other. What you're basically doing is making a more complex formula mm -hmm. when you mix a couple of formulas together or uh, add single herbs to a formula. And this work, they work very well together that way. We just suggest that if it's a specific formula for a specific need, you'd want to, like the um, Resper Dry. You want to take it between meals, and if you blend it with something else, with something compatible, like the Echinacea Superimmune or the Science Time. Now, I'm going to also say something that's kind of unusual for a company to say, and that is I'll talk about other companies' products. For instance, our products go very, very well with those fizzy vitamin C products. You take, for instance, our immune-enhancing products, and you put it with a fizzy, buffered vitamin C product, and it's an in that makes an incredible uh, drink, all a cocktail fashion, <laughs> and, and, and it works very, very well. You take our digestive products, and you take them with with uh, immune, with an immune formula, not immune formula, with a uh, a digestive enzyme. It's a great combination. Like the liver build. Like liver the liver build. Yeah. Uh, the liver build with, with a digestive enzyme. So that's the other thing I want to say here is that our products can be used with a lot of other companies' products out there, thus enhancing and giving greater complexity and uh, overall effectiveness in a dietary regime. Does that make sense? It does. No, it, it really, really does. And, you know, and I'm one of those people. I mean, I take a lot of different things from a lot of different companies, and I try to choose things that play well together in the sandbox. You know, they either enhance each other, they don't fight each other, they support each other. And, you know, and that's kind of hard to do, but, you know, it can be done really well. And I find sometimes that the blending of, you know, different things together, I get a much better effect. And I do that a lot with a lot of your individual herbs. But I do love your blended combinations, and you want to know why? I have way too much on my plate. 
to think about blending and moving and combining and wondering how much of this and how much of that. I, I am too busy. I use your expertise and you put it together for me. All I have to do is remember to take the formula because I know I'm going to get what I want out of it, but I know that it's put together in a form that my body will say, huh, I know what this is for. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Another question just came in. Oh, they love you guys. It says, I've been using a lot of your products for a long time. I have a golden retriever that coughs all the time. The vet says he thinks it's a nervous reaction. Sometimes the one vet said it was an allergy. Can I possibly give these to my dog? Just curious. Huh. Oh, gracious, yes. We do have our pet formulas. You can give the people ones to the pet. Um, let's look that up exactly. Uh, the calm down formula helps an anxious pet calm down. It really, really is amazing. Um, and if there's digestive issues that are going on or, or parasite issues, then the queasy ease or the intestinal cleanse can help, but definitely the coat care. But yes, you can give the, um, the wet cough, dry cough to the pets also. Now, would you put it in their mouth um, or would you just put it in their food? Um, first of all, where cats are <laughs> extremely picky with what you do and you almost always have to give it to them in their mouth. Put your arm around. In a towel, wrap them in a towel so they don't scratch. <laughs> you. But you, um, with a dog, you can put it in their mouth, but even in their water, straight on their food. I mean, their taste is in their mouth. They'll eat anything. <laughs> but we mm -hmm. have a, well, we have our border collie we got from you. She's still mm -hmm. wonderful and amazing. And you come towards her with a bottle of the uh, Cedar Bear <laughs> product of any kind, and she opens her mouth and goes, please. Please, please, it, it's it, a treat. It's a doggy it, treat. It, it, and it's more than opening her mouth. Her eyes go big and wide first. <laughs> I have one of those that will do that. The other one, I have to completely trick her and wrestle her. And once I have her down on the ground and have my arms around her, then I can do it. The other one will sit and open her mouth and say, gimme. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm crazy crazy no that was a really good question because i mean i have uh i reason and i kind of wanted to know myself because i have four frenchies also and one of my frenchies has a little bit of a dry cough and i never ever thought that i might be able to give them some of these as well so i'm going to now i'd like to give one thing here and that is that if that cough can persist and it gets mm -hmm. more hacking and and hard coughing boy definitely go to the veterinarian do not want to have to mess with kennel cough or anything like that. And a lot of times that does take a veterinarian intervention there. And a lot of things in our lives may take some medical yeah. veterinarian intervention for the uh, pets and for humans medical. And don't be afraid to do that. Just make sure mm -hmm. that you're the one making the final decision what you're putting into your body or into the animal. I, I agree with that 100%. That. Yeah. You know, I think these are great to travel with, you know, because I'm on the road a lot. I carry a lot of these with me and, you know, and I carry about a half a dozen of them and, and they're in a special little box that I carry and it's padded so nothing breaks. And I don't carry them on the plane. I carry them under the plane. But like I said, I have them with me and, you know, it just makes me feel better, you know, having this little arsenal of mine that I've created and, 
you know, it keeps me healthy because, I mean, I'm around a lot of different people in a lot of different places. I'm in a different state every week around different people, different cultures, different air, different weather, different food, you know, uh, hotels, Ubers, lifts, airports. I mean, let's just face it. You know, I'm around a lot of different people. So, I mean, for me, it's a protective arsenal. And, and I've learned to, you know, truly um, depend on it. So I really thank you. I mean, I've been calling these herbs on the go for a very long time. <laughs> and um, it really does make a difference for me. So I, I thank you once again. I thank you all the time. I love your formulas. Oh, you know, Jeff, thank you so much. And, you know, we travel with them like that also. We have our special little pouch or package for them. Um, but And I'm sure you travel with the iodine. That is a real mm-hmm. important protector of health anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. It's number one in my, in my little thing. It's the first slot. <laughs> Well, guys, I, do you want to say anything in closing? I can't believe it's time already, but anything you want to say that we might have missed? I know. Uh, no, but I was going to ask, are you flying right now? Well, right now I'm sitting in the hotel room. I'm sorry, I'm being I'm being smart. Um, but I, I am flying all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I, I was going to say, if you were driving, we can hook up for a quick lunch, but I guess that's not to be in the cards. No, not this time around, but maybe, maybe, maybe we'll actually have Expo this year and I'll be able to actually see people. I hope you guys are going if it does occur. That would be lovely. Yeah. Well, there's, well you I, guys, don't have, I don't have anything else to say except to thank you so much for hosting us. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you guys. Happy, healthy New Year, a wonderfully prosperous one. Make sure you hug that Border Collie for me. And um, you guys take care of yourselves, and I, I will always look forward to our next chat. Absolutely. Okay. Be well, my friends. And you too. You too. I want to thank um, the Robinsons for being with me today. Aren't they incredible? They're so wonderful. They're so knowledgeable, and they just make herbs something that you want to learn more about. You know, today we talk about vitamins. We talk about and amino acids and protein powders and collagen and all those different kinds of things. And, for, you know, for the longest time, most people thought of herbs as only medicine. You know, use them only when you need them. We've learned a lot since then. We've learned about herbs being used on a regular basis for nutritional. We've used them for um, being something that we can use on a daily basis to keep our body healthier and stronger and more functional. Um, so... We've also gone through the times when we've dealt with liquid tincture herbs that were absolutely disgusting tasting. I'll be the first to tell you, I hated them. But I love cedar pear. I started using them because they tasted incredible. I've continued to use them because they work. Is the taste factor important? Yeah, of course it is. I'm gonna stick to something more when it tastes good than if it tastes terrible. So definitely keep that in mind. Head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They're your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, they are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. And boy, they're good. They're so good at what they do. They just make you comfortable. They make you feel more comfortable on your healthy journey because they give you tools. They give you information. They help to kind of guide you in the right direction so that your decisions are better so that you're choosing wisely and decisively. And today, just eeny, meeny, miny, mo, mm, that just doesn't work anymore. We become very complex creatures, and we need to select things in a very wiser fashion. 
And that's what Stay Healthy is all about. That's why they've been around for so long. When Wayne founded his store, he founded it on the principles of knowledge, education, great prices, wonderful selection, and a comfortable place to get healthy. And that's the way it's always been. They're still a full service, fully packed store. When you go in, check out some of the new changes they've made, the store looks just beautiful. And the staff is amazing. I send everyone there because I know that not only will they be taken care of, but they'll also be uh, put into a very comfortable atmosphere and environment and be able to choose from the best of the best. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 till 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. And schedule mail order services, which they have plenty. You can talk to them about what's available for you and wherever it's going. They'll also do something I call order preparation, which is where you're having a crazy day and you're running ragged and you got deadlines, but you need your stuff. You can tell them what you need. They'll put it together and it'll be ready when you get there. Just another level of great service from Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Don't forget about their webpage. You can print a coupon. You can also enter your email address and listen to any of the radio show broadcast on-demand podcasts that are there. Go to stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You know, today there's a lot of things to look at. and There's a lot of different things to ask about. But if you're really confused and it's getting more confusing, which it always does, go to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. I say want you to be unsuccessful. I want you to do well, make the goals, and be able to discover yourself in a healthier way. But be successful, you know, and use products that are high quality. That's what they carry. That's all they carry. And it makes it a lot easier to recommend people to go there because of the fact that you can be successful on your journey. Check out the everyday low prices of the entire line of Cedar Bear Naturals available every day. Go in there today, talk with them, you know, and ask them questions about the line. You're going to love them for the taste. You'll come back for the quality. You'll come back for the effects and the wonderful transparent formulations. Have a great day, everyone. Be healthy and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.